And now joining us once again is retired National Weather Service meteorologist, Hugh Johnson, for our weekly discussion of weather and climate. Welcome back, Hugh. Here. Hey, good to have you. So, Hugh, last week, a tropical storm named Otis hit Acapulco. I heard it intensified unexpectedly, slipping past all the weather forecasters. What's going on? Well, we've seen this um, movie over and over again many times. Um, warm waters, warm uh, Pacific waters, or in some cases, Atlantic Ocean waters, this is what's doing it. It adds more fuel to the fire, more energy to the storm. And uh, we saw this as Hurricane Charlie in 04 that hit near Orlando. We had it with Wilma at the end of October that hit the other side of Mexico, and now this. Um, this is part of climate change. We're going to see more and more of these rapid intensification storms. And the Weather Service said it's the hardest thing to forecast in a, in a hurricane. It's not the path, but the intensity, and the intensity really matters. I am shocked that there weren't more deaths. There were 49, alas, I saw maybe give or take some. But the bottom line is uh, very fortunate that there weren't more deaths because it went from a hundred. It went from a minimal tropical storm to a Category 5, 165-mile-hour sustained uh, Category 5 hurricane in 12 hours, which is pretty amazing. The only one that beat it was uh, Hurricane Patricia in 2015. That still holds the record, but I think we're just going to see more and more of this stuff going on with climate change. Speaking of hurricanes, can we talk about Hurricane Sandy that hit south of the Capital Region 11 years ago yesterday? Can you tell the audiences... It, what impacts it specifically had on our on our region? Okay, well, luckily we got spared the worst of Sandy by far. Uh, we were very, very fortunate. It actually made three landfalls. It landfalled in Cuba as a Category 3, then Jamaica as a Category 2. But ironically, when it hit Brigantine, New Jersey, as a sub, as a barely a hurricane, probably a tropical storm, there's still debate on that. That's when it caused the most damage, but it was absorbed into a large upper low for us because the moisture all went to the west, and we were actually getting moist, we were actually getting moisture drying uh, coming down from Nova Scotia. We actually got spared most of the rain and the strong winds. There were some gusty winds with some of the showers, but we really lucked out. The worst thing was the tidal surge along the um, Hudson. There was a, a record tidal surge at Poughkeepsie and, and all the way up to Albany. But really, that was about the worst of it. There was no other real damage. Schools were closed and like that just to play it safe. But we really dodged the bullet with Sandy. I'm actually reading a book about how um, a wooden tall ship tried to outrun Superstorm Sandy and didn't succeed and ended up sinking. Yes. So, yeah, it was a pretty bad storm. And wasn't there a nor'easter that did some damage of its own a year before? Yes, almost to the exact same day in 2011. They called it the Halloween storm, but it actually came a day or two before Halloween. Uh, storm came up the coast. It was uh, very unusual. We had just enough cold air, a lot of moisture with it. Again, the greater capital region from, north, from the uh, Albany north and west got spared. And I remember following, there was a mesoscale band putting down two inches an hour. I remember there were leaves on the trees like there are now. And that band got within 20 miles of Albany, say, and it kept wanting to come forward, but it kept getting bounced back. And it, it did that like three times. And m- most of the mesoscale models showed that. But, you know, some of the forecasters up the ante 
Uh, we went three to six. That was my forecast. Some went a little higher, but then they took it back. But we lucked out. We had some power outages, but just south of here, it was devastation. She had 15 inches of wet, heavy snow. Most uh, Half of Connecticut was in the dark during that storm uh, because of the very heavy, wet snow, like particularly in the Hartford area. So, again, another one that we kind of dodged a bullet on. Sounds like we're dodging a bullet on a lot of these storms. Well, not the one in 1987 we did. That one we took on the chin, but, you know, that was another time, another storm. Another storm. <laughs> so our weather switched by about 40 degrees in the last couple days. Phew. How does Halloween look, and what's the weather for the upcoming week, and will we ever see warm weather again? Well, we'll see warm weather again, trust me, but uh, probably not as warm as what we saw last week. Maybe not till next spring. Probably not, but... As far as Halloween goes, the good news for the kids is that it will be dry. That's, that's, you know, that's in the bank. Uh, but it'll be chilly. It'll be one of the coldest Halloweens we've had in a while. And, and I, I think a better part of a decade or more, uh, temperatures will be down around 40 degrees. So uh, just make sure the uh, parents have your kids uh, bundled appropriately because it's going to be mighty chilly. Burn Compare her. that to 2019 when we hit 75 on the evening Halloween, we also had showers, too, and that was a record high. We won't be anywhere near the record low of 18. We won't get any snow. We've had a tenth of an inch of snow, I think, back in the 40s somewhere in Halloween. And, again, no precipitation. So that's good. So we're good, good, good to go. Just bundle them up for the uh, – now. Then we're going to have to watch the storm on Wednesday. Should go offshore, but the upper-level portion of, of the storm – uh, which won't phase with this surface storm until it gets east of us. That could bring us a few snow showers on November 1st. You heard that right. And there could even be a dusting in a few spots in the higher terrain. I don't think it's going to be a problem. It doesn't look it. We'll keep an eye on it, but uh, it'll be still very chilly. But after that, we're going to moderate back into the 50s, which will feel nice after what we've had now. Because, yeah, we dropped quite a bit from Friday and uh, Saturday's the day the front went through, and you, you start to feel the temperature change. And by Sunday, boy, it was... It was a shock to the system. There's no doubt about it. Temperature stayed in the 40s all day, and basically that did the same thing today. We had a couple of waves go by, but that fortunately all that rain is going to be out of here just in time for Halloween. So we're going off daylight savings time just before our next pro uh, our program next week. Right. So, uh, when do we spend the daylight that we saved? I'm sorry. What was that again? We, 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 we don't. We don't. We when don't do we spend the daylight that we saved? Yeah. We we um. Basically, you don't you, when you do the daylight saving time and the and the standard time, but you're still dealing with the same amount of daytime. You know, daylight. It's just how you skew it. And the reason why they extended an extra week was to give the Halloweeners, you know, the young kids, a chance to go out when it wasn't totally dark yet. So probably about. Uh, but that's why I personally wouldn't want to have daylight time all year round because I remember in 74 we had it and going to school in the dark was kind of scary. I mean, we're talking pitch black. We're not even talking like there's a little daylight. It was absolutely dark. So uh, for kids, that's dangerous in my opinion. So I kind of like it the way it is. And we do standard time in the winter and then we switch in late March or mid-March or whatever back to daylight time. Well, with the last about 30 seconds left, can you tell us if there's any snow in the forecast? Well, we got, as I mentioned, we might see a few flakes on Wednesday. Uh, not out of the question, but hopefully no accumulating snow in the valley, maybe a dusting in the hills. That's what it looks like right now. And after that, there's no, there's no threat of snow in the next 10 days. That, yeah, 
it looks pretty quiet right at this moment. Well, thank you here for joining us once again. We look forward to talking with you next week for another exciting episode. You got it. All right. Great. Good deal. Take care. Have a good night, everybody. Thanks a lot, Hugh.